Hello, I'm Douglas Sambrano and I am a designer for the Sidekick. I am Trey Boudreau, I am a photographer and designer for Sidekick. And you're listening to Plugin In Podcast. In this episode, we'll be asking a computer science teacher about developments in AI technology. My name is Ms. Gregoric. I am the Computer Science 1 and Computer Science 2 teacher. There's like this phrase that a lot of people say is that everyone should learn how to code. So what are your stances on that? I think, I think that if people are interested in it, they should. I think that it's not worth it if you're not interested in it because then you take the joy out of it. Like you take, if you don't enjoy reading, like then don't spend your free time reading, right? Expend your free time doing something you enjoy. So if you don't enjoy computer science, you take a computer science class, you're not gonna get out of, you're not gonna get enough out of that class, right? Cause you're not gonna be motivated to do it maybe or not really enjoying it, wanting to explore and discover it more. Um, so I say if you have like a little bit of interest then maybe try it out just because it doesn't hurt to try it out, especially in high school. But if you are like, I don't think that's for me, I don't really like math, then I would say try to do something that you enjoy and then spend your time doing that. As we all know, like the tech industry, right? Those keywords are all, it's a huge, huge career. Yes, it's a huge like uh, job, career, you know, resume booster, right? Like it's all of those like things that are good. But that being said that like, it's a challenging field, right? Because it's so lucrative and like competitive and like, kind of quote-unquote cool, right? Like, it's cool to be in tech, right? They get the coffees in the morning and they go to their cool tech office. That it's a lot of work and you got to really... It's a competitive market. Um, So there are a lot of benefits for sure um, because it's such a huge and growing field, right? ChatGPT, like all these cool AI products that are coming out now that students in high school now, right, like y'all are able to be a part of in the future, right? So that's a great opportunity. So there's 100% for students who are thinking about going into that career field, mm-hmm. what is some advice you would give to them? Advice I would give to students? I would say stick with it because there's going to be points where you're like, this is really annoying. <laughs> this is really annoying to do, but like it's frustrating for sure. But it's rewarding right in the end, right? It's always going to be rewarding. Um, and if you have interest in it, right, just keep pursuing that and like don't be discouraged by like failing at something or thinking like your peers are smarter than you, right? Oh, like they can code so much faster than me. Like that's not what it's all about, right? Like it's about that drive. It's about like being consistent and staying with it. So now that you briefly touched in the AI like thing, uh-huh. ChatGPT is like an AI that just came out and that it became popular. And it became popular because it can write code. Well, it can write text, but it can also write code. Mm-hmm. So how do you think that that could change in the future, like the coding world? Yeah, it'll be honestly really interesting to see. Um, but there will always be jobs and people that will have to check that code, right? Like, for example, right, like one of the things that it can do is like write a recipe, right? Like you can give it ingredients that you have in your fridge, right? And it'll write a recipe or like a meal plan for that week you still have to read over that, right? And be like, okay, do these ingredients actually make sense, right? Like, do these proportions, is it, you know, 
17 cups of flour for like two cookies, right? Like that doesn't make sense, right? There's always gonna be like humans that are gonna have to like check things over. So it'll be really interesting to see uh, where it comes and like where, when ChatGPT writes these like codes, like these scripts, right? There'll still have to be someone that checks those over, right? To some extent, right? So it'll be really interesting to see how like the job, I don't think too many jobs will disappear because of it, right? Because there's that still need of like, someone with like a heart and soul to like check over everything, but there'll definitely be a shift of like what those jobs maybe look like, right? P maybe people won't have entry-level tech jobs writing simple little lines of code, right? They might be reading over the code that's being written and trying to make sure it works for what we want to do. Yeah, um, what's your opinion on those TikTok videos of the presidents like playing video games? <laughs> Has, have you not seen those? I don't think so use AI to generate their, like, their dialogue and then mm. put it into another AI mm -hmm. to generate their voices. So it's like an exact copy. Oh, them. that's like uh, when the, what's it called? Where like, yeah, the deep fakes, right? Where it's like the people's faces or it's like completely switched over. It's like technology can do like crazy things. And it's cool to think that like all of that is programmed, right? Like if you think about like, um, maybe if you're like, oh, I want to do computer science, but like I don't really know what type of field, like it can be used for anything, right? If you enjoy health sciences, like it can be used for hospital data research, right? And so like someone's coding and programming data research with that information. Um, so same thing, like deep fakes, or like if you're super into like movies and like production and stuff like that, right? Those are being programmed in some way, not necessarily just done it, just doing it with like some computer software, right? Um, so there's a lot of overlap with every type of field like you sports even right sports analytics like they have to be programmed right so there's cool there's a lot of overlap with like even stuff like that i personally think that especially with like the voice deep fakes mm -hmm. it is a little scary because you can ease like fake calls yeah it's crazy yeah it's it's crazy that just like the, the there's always a bad side to it right mm -hmm. like it's really cool that ai can do all this stuff but also it's like kind of scary it's like okay what is it going to do though so so I think just like kind of, like I was saying, where it's like the type of job shifts, right? So instead of maybe writing scripts from scratch, you're taking a, a, like a coding script that's been written by an AI and you're modifying it to what you need or like double checking that like it's doing what you need it to do. Because sometimes in coding, right, we'll create a product and the script is running, like there's no errors, but it's not giving us what we need, right? So like that type of error like won't be able to be caught by an AI, right? Because an AI says, oh, it's running, perfect, good, sweet. And then the human, right? The person with the job comes in and says, oh, actually like this is not doing what we need. It looks almost right, but it's like kind of off. So I think a lot of jobs will shift in that way to kind of like manage that type of the product that AI creates or like using AI as a tool, right, to like say you're working on a research project, right, using it as a tool to help you find articles rather than using it to write the essay, right, like using it as a tool to like benefit you but still doing original work yourself. So since AI can be seen as tools, you don't think that they can completely replace the human in certain things, right? I mean, I'm definitely, there's, I'm sure there's some places where it can do with, you know, 99% accurate, 99.9% .9 accuracy that it's like a human does, right? Like creating a recipe, a super basic task, right? That I'm sure there's some things that 
can automate in a sense, right? Just like the camera, like you said, right? Like that's automating this picture, right? There's some automation that comes with it, but replacing a, a human in all aspects, right? That's like kind of a big task. Like, I think that would be a scary conversation to have if that ever happens, for sure. How do you see the future of programming? Hmm, that's a hard thing to, to talk about because it's like, we still don't know, like it's still so early. I think that'll be interesting. I think there'll be more conversations about privacy, um, like humans, pri like individual, like individuals' privacy, both like online and not online. Um, I think that'll become a huge thing. Um, but it'll be all just interesting conversations to see how it all goes, um, because it's all unknown, right? Like when they invented, I don't know, the car or the camera, right? It's like this is basically witchcraft. Like this is crazy, right? Like it's hard to comprehend like what it's doing. Um, but then all of a sudden, it's the norm. And all of a sudden, everyone has a camera. We have a camera in our pocket, right? So it'll be really interesting to see how it goes. What do you think about, like, safety issues when it comes to AI? Like, already we have chat, chat GPT mm -hmm. is already having, like, safety issues with what information it's giving. Mm -hmm. There's already restrictions on, like, it's what, if the question you're asking is unsafe or not. Mm -hmm. But people are already finding overrides to that. Do you, do you know about Dan? Um... I think I heard about Dan. Mm -hmm. um, it's Dan. Dan is the name you get chat GPD if you want him to not listen to the restriction rules. Yeah. So, like, that's very concerning, right? Like, chat GPD has not been out that long, right? Like, it's been, like, whatever, a couple months. And, or, like, maybe a year max since they started prototype, prototyping it, right? Like, for the public. Mm -hmm. But, and the fact that I think I heard a student talk about that the other day. I was like... I hope I didn't hear that correctly because like that's like that's how we get like the robots taking over the earth movies like that's like step one it's like when you see people are like oh they found like the DNA of a dinosaur in this glacier I'm like that's the plot of Jurassic Park like like yeah ex exactly so it's like okay we realize that like I like I understand like life imitates art but like that's a little too scary <laughs> like that's a little too much um so the safety wise is just like, it's trial and error, right? Like it's pushing that, like humans, I feel like always push that boundary, right? We always push that boundary. We go too far and then it's like, oh no. And we kind of have a step back and then we try to find that medium eventually. So like everything, right? It'll be like ebb and flow. It'll be, I'm sure there'll be scary moments where something like that goes very wrong. Um, but then somehow, somehow we recover. <laughs> so now that we talked about the restrictions of ChatGPT, almost all of the restrictions that it has is their hand put it into there. Like the programmers do not want ChatGPT to talk about certain things. So how do you think that this? Do you think that this is good or it can be abused in some way? Oh, that's very interesting. Um, I think we live in a country of free speech, right? So that's kind of like an interesting thing, right? But it's also if there also needs to be boundaries of like safety, right? Like if people have already created Dan, right? Mm -hmm. Trying to avoid boundaries, like sometimes boundaries are set for a reason, right? Like I think maybe a middle schooler, right? Shouldn't have access to like all of this random government stuff that they're searching, right? Like it's kind of like, I don't know. It's interesting, right? Like it's really like, um, cause you can, to me, like I can play both both sides, right? Like I can see both the argument from both sides because it's something so new. Like I can't make a strong argument either way because it's like 
it's such an unknown world, right? Um, so I don't really know, you know, like it's, I don't think anyone does uh, because like you said, like people have such strong opinions to like suppress it completely, right? And be like, no, this is a bad resource. But I think that's being oblivious to how good of a resource it could be, right? And like how it could help so many people do so many different tasks or automate things and create jobs in other realms, right? Um, so, yeah. I would like to say that a lot of people say that AI is gonna like take over the world and stuff, mm -hmm. but I don't think that's gonna happen because there are more AIs. For example, like Netflix was the one that controlled all of the streaming, mm -hmm. but now there are more. Yeah. And Netflix doesn't control it anymore. Uh -huh. So I think that more AIs will appear that will all fight each other. Mm -hmm. and they will not want, like none of them will have absolute power because mm -hmm. a lot of them will have like the power divided equally. So we're just gonna have to go with another Cold War with AIs? <laughs> Well, like, that kind of could happen, but the thing is that there will always be solutions. Like, yeah. with viruses, mm -hmm. we created antiviruses, mm -hmm. so maybe we can create more AIs to fight the other AIs that may become bad. Yeah, that's a great idea. So, stuff like that. So, would you want to give your final conclusion? Yeah. Um, stuff that we talked Yeah, so, just like you were saying, right, overall, um, AI will be changed, it's already changed the world completely, right? AI, computer science, like that is the future in every field, right? Not just in the realm of physical computers and physical programming, but changing the way we look at information, data, um, the world around us, right? Creating things, um, destroying things, right? Have all of these different, um, all these different uses for AI and for computer science. And whether that be for good or bad, right, we'll find that middle ground eventually. Um, just like everything, it takes some, like, a learning curve for sure. Even those super, super smart adults in charge of all of it, right, they still have that learning curve of something so new. Um, just like how in the beginning cars were made with stone wheels, right? Like, how does that work, right? And so we have this learning curve of AI and of computer science, and it'll always be there. Um, suppressing it won't do much good um, because it's the future, whether we like it or not. <laughs> so I think that there's something that you said that I really like, and it's that computer science can apply to everything. Mm -hmm. Not just like, if you don't know, I don't like computer science because it's like for um, uh, websites and mm -hmm. video games, but it can like apply to a lot of more things. Mm -hmm. You can make programs that could involve a lot of things that you may like. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that is, I think, a really good lesson to take away. Yeah. yeah, thank you. Yeah, thank you for listening. Thanks for having me. Thank you for listening to this installment of Plugged In. I'm Trey. And I'm Douglas, signing off.